Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Monday on the Drew Olsen Show. Just coffee. Okay. Sounds like a case of the Mondays. And for the first time in 35 days, we have a Packers victory to celebrate. Sure. It wasn't pretty. I had to get drunk to look at your ugly family. But the Packers beat the Bears yesterday at Soldier Field, capping a spectacular sports weekend in Wisconsin. Here in Wisconsin, we do not suck. The Badgers pounded Iowa, setting up a big game against Michigan. The Bucks beat the Spurs and the Lakers. Right on! Drew and Armin beat the temptation to participate in the One Chip Challenge. And Martellus Bennett beat it out of Green Bay. Some people can make a baby in a minute. And now, he loves the smell of victory in the afternoon. Here's Drew Olsen. The ceiling is the roof. I want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I'm kind of a big deal. No, just hanging out. Did he poop in his pants? We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Two fighters. Big golds get physical. Stop drinking at me, Tell the babysitter we're going deep. You ever seen a grown man naked? Yes, yes, yes! Name, name. Get those nerds! Glenn Olivet, Glenn Fittick, perhaps, maybe a Glenn Gow, any Glenn. Make sure you swallow all the crap. Oh, my good, goodness gracious! And I will do it again! Watch Dicks! And here he is, having the time of his life! Andrew, you are not the fuck. <laughs> Welcome to Monday. Good to be back in the Star Satellite Studios, the iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex. Bringing it to you on the Drew Olson Show. We're here until 2 today. It's a sprint, not a marathon. Antonio Freeman in the end zone take over the airwaves with our help. Beginning at 2 o'clock. But until then, oh, plenty to discuss. Plenty. Plenty to discuss. Badger football. Packer football. Badger basketball, Bucks basketball, our cup runneth over. It was a great weekend in the state of Wisconsin for sports. Hey, how about the Badger men's soccer team winning the uh, on penalty kicks, beating Indiana to win the Big Ten championship and a berth in the NCAA tournament? Exciting stuff all around. Joining us to talk about all of it, producer Armin Sarian. Drew, how are you? Happy Monday. Happy Monday, my friend. It is... Uh, it's especially happy Monday. The Packers beat the Bears, man. First time in 35 days, the Packers get to celebrate a victory. It does. Uh, it does feel good to know that, you know, amongst, <laughs> no matter what happens, they can beat the Bears. Amongst all the uh, tribulations they are entering, that they can still beat the Bears. This was the first game uh, the Packers played against the Bears without Rodgers or Favre in like 26 years, and Incredible. the Bears, Bears still couldn't win. And Incredible. That, and that feels good. No matter what else happens this year, that day yesterday felt good. So. I guess what play more than any other sums up your feelings about the Packers-Bears rivalry, the state of it, and just yesterday's game. I got to go with the touchdown that wasn't. I got to go with That's true. the John Fox challenging his way into a touchback, turning a touchdown, or what seemed like a touchdown at the time, at least if nothing else, a ball on the one-inch line, 
yeah. into a loss of possession, a turnover. That was, I just tweeted a photo of that too. I, I'm still flabbergasted by that play. You know, it's funny that that happened because I think it was like a few weeks ago I was thinking about that rule and how I think it should be changed. I don't think the end zone should ever be the enemy of the offense. You know, like in, yeah. in a way, I, I, I kind of don't, I never really under like in terms of competition. So, I understood the rule, that rule, and it was always weird to me when it gets called. I'm happy it happened well for the Packers, though. It sounds like a very embarrassing thing to have happened to the Bears, right? Had the Packers lost, I might have gone with Trevor Davis's decision to return a punt from the end zone, yeah, which I've that? never seen. I've been watching football my whole life, and I've I, never seen that before. Pop Warner, Pee Wee, high school flag. Powder puff at any level of football. Has anybody tried to return a punt from the end zone before? I have to agree. That was quite bizarre. You know, and for as much work as he's done focusing on being the return man, you got to wonder how he can you make, can that make the case that it had been a long time since the Packers forced a punt. But even right. then, <laughs> he forgot how to return now, it. Now, <laughs> even then, it's been a long time since, you know, Brett Hundley orchestrated an offense in a, you know, tight clock watching situation. But for him to take a timeout before the end of the quarter. Yeah, that was another. When the play clock was shorter, it was longer than the game clock. Absurd. Don't you wonder sometimes? No awareness. That that is a complete and total brain fart, and it's just you. You. you, It makes you go. This guy's running the offense. This (laughs) guy's in charge. These guys. Sometimes I wonder when pro athletes do things like because they're they're at the top of their profession in the world, the experts in their profession, and I know what to do better than them. We've all had moments. We've all had. I mean, I've you know. Probably thrown to break three minutes early or something like that, or just I, I, stupid stuff. But I burped on the air. You know, <laughs> you did many. I'm probably going to do it today. <laughs> Too much RC cola. Exactly. Well, as tradition holds on the Drew Olson show, we want to do game balls and kicks to the balls. Now, I guess we can just from now on take our sound effect for a kick to the balls and just call it a Martellus. Because if we had the state line up, it would be like hands across Wisconsin to give Martellus Bennett a shot. Oh, yeah. Because the way he orchestrated his way out of here, I'm still flabbergasted. I don't know if he's evil or a genius or an evil genius, but my goodness, he played for the Patriots last night and caught a pass. It's just stunning to me what happened. We'll be sorting that one out for quite some time. But it's... uh, it's unprecedented. It'll, it'll, it'll be what we measure weird transactions by now. I almost couldn't believe my eyes. I'm watching him in a Patriots uniform last night catching passes. Absolutely. And I'm like, this really happened? Like, he's really there he's getting too hurt to play yards. for the Packers who wanted him to play hurt, and then he gets released and goes and plays hurt. Like, what the hell, dude? This is one of those where there's not going to be any, I don't think, any legal... You know the the Packers will wrangle and try to get some of their money back, but if this ever goes to court, he's like the worst. He, he's the worst defendant of all time, right? Because he keeps. <laughs> I mean, because he basically just lied. Now we're going to bring in twenty years of character witnesses to say that Dr. Patrick McKenzie has never right. hurried a player back from injury and has always looked out for players, but sometimes against the player's wishes. Like, really, who has more credibility in Green Bay than uh, Doc McKenzie? Red Batty, maybe? That's about it. Really? I, mean, I mean, really? Yeah, no, almost nobody. Because, I don't know, there, there are other people that, long-time employees, that some would say are, um, like, are you know, whispers of like being a pipeline of information or a, a rat 
you know, okay, or okay. somebody who's going to go upstairs, like anything they overhear, they're going to go upstairs and tell management or the coaching staff or something. But the rest of it is, um, yeah. yeah. Patrick McKenzie, is, his reputation is impeccable among players. So um, that's where we're going to go. Game balls. I, my game ball today, uh, today, I'm going to give it to Nick Perry. Well done, Nick. He still hasn't. He still hasn't lived up to the promise, and he hasn't. But he showed up yesterday. Got some sacks. Three sacks, right? Yeah. Got some sacks. They um, the defense. They needed that defensive effort. They couldn't let the Bears run the ball because Trubisky. Trubisky looks like he's got some promise, but then we've been fooled by Bears quarterbacks in the past. Sure. He's got, and I can't wait to talk to Free about this because I'm wondering, Antonio Freeman, if he were to lace up his cleats today. Out of shape though he may be, he's probably their second wide receiver. Don't let him hear you say that, man. Yeah, you're I'm right. telling you because th- those wide receivers much. are bad. They don't have much. I mean, uh, Kevin White. Bad. Was, Kevin White was supposed to be their big draft pick, and he kept getting yeah. injured and so, things like that. All right, so out, out of the shoot today. But my main question is, as I look at the Packers, back over 500, they went 35 days without winning a game. I don't think they're out of it yet. Now, there are varying degrees. Super Bowl contention? No, absolutely not. Playoff contention? Too early to say no. If they can win a game and come up with that kind of effort, you look at the rest of the schedule, who is there that they can't beat? Who is there that's going to overwhelm them? Yeah, they have another shot against the Vikings at home. The that's going to be that's like December twenty third yeah. or fourth or the Vikings whatever that are, is. The Vikings are playing real well. But yeah, the Vikings are playing real well, but they're about to enter a gauntlet. Right. So uh, you're at Detroit, I think. They're at Detroit. Yeah, you're right. None, none of the teams really scare you. I mean, you got the but, Browns. I mean, there there was a time after watching the Packers. Now, what we forget in the NFL is it's a week to week league, and games that look tough right now on paper oh, yeah. might not be. But look at the Niners. The Packers. Yesterday. Brett Hundley got pantsed, and they didn't play well, and their defense was awful. But they were also playing Drew Brees, and they were playing Matt Stafford. Right. They ain't going to see any quarterbacks that good the rest of the way. Right. Until, obviously, Stafford again, but you're right. I mean, uh, yeah. and, and that's kind of the way the NFL is anyway right now. There's not a lot of teams that scare you in general. I mean, a lot of the league is very, you know, just pedestrian. I, I'm telling you. So that maybe there so, is light at the end of that sort here, of tunnel. And here's what the Vikings... The Vikings are, what, 7-2 and two now, right? They're feeling good about themselves. 7-2, and two feeling good. In control of the division. In control of the division. They host the Rams on Sunday. Who are playing very well. Who are the probably one of the, arguably one of the best teams, one of the surprising teams, one of the feel good stories of the league. Right. They face the Lions at Ford Field on Thanksgiving, so that's a quick turnaround. They play Sunday at home and then Thursday against the Lions. That's a tough divisional game, right? That's that's something. Then they'll get that mini bye, and they come back on December third, and they play the Falcons in Atlanta. No easy place Not to play. Not at all. Nope. They just killed the Cowboys. Then they're going to play the Panthers in Charlotte. Who are sometimes tough. Then they host the Bengals, and then they go play at the Packers. Right. So the next four games for the Vikings, I mean, almost the Packers fans, you almost got to cheer for the Lions in that matchup. I mean, if they lose these next two, hell, the Vikings could lose three of their next four games, conceivably. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, it's going to be a great test for them. And Teddy Bridgewater's back. Case Keenum's playing out of his mind. Uh, the Vikings have, they, they wrap with the Bengals and the Packers. And the other thought, I think, is 
if you're a Packers fan, do you think your your path to the playoffs is a better in the uh, division or in the wild card? What's the better chance? Either way, you probably have to win ten games. I think it's not it's not a weak enough division like it was back in what was it thirteen when the Packers when Aaron came back and yeah, eight, well, seven, eight and seven and one was yeah, yeah that was it's just not it's just there's not a division nothing in the divisions like that anymore because someone's no. going to win ten games at least now the Packers um, well. They got Baltimore at home at Pittsburgh. I see them losing that game. Pittsburgh's really good. That's a tough one, especially at Heinz Field. So that makes Baltimore a must win. So Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay at home on December 3rd. That's winnable. At Cleveland, winnable. At Carolina could be tough. Minnesota and Detroit. That's a that's tougher on its surface than what the uh you know. There aren't a lot of wins there right? that you can just say, oh, they're gonna win that. Not, with Rodgers, it's a different story. With Hunley. But none of those games is really insurmountable. The Pittsburgh game to me would be an upset. But a division game, they could beat Detroit. They could beat Minnesota. You know, that, that's doable. I believe at if, Carolina if, might be tough. If but. the defense can keep them in games, and I think that's the operative question because I, I, I still, you know, they they had a they had a better game yesterday against the Bears, but again, it was the Bears. Trubisky still had his best game against our defense. Perry got his sacks, but. It's there's still a lot of unknowns, obviously questions. The running back position now is a an issue for the Packers with Absolutely. injuries. So we'll see what happens going forward. Absolutely. So I just the league isn't gonna get away from the Packers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like And then you always have that sort of shining possible cloud in the background of Aaron Rodgers possibly coming back at some point. Possibly. He looked pretty good. You know, he looked pretty spry when he was moving around. And Hundley jumping on him. Yeah. Watch the collarbone, Brett. So, oh man, maybe this Martellus Bennett thing is a turning point. It's a flashpoint. It's a changing of the guard and and it woke them up from their slumber. Maybe it rid them of the virus. You never know. Yeah, it would have been nice to have a better effort on Monday night. Oh man, yeah. Would have been nice. I mean, and that's the thing. The defense... It's a long road, but I just don't think I just think the Packers are now they're they're firmly in the class of the mediocre. Right? I mean, they could be they could be an eight and eight team, and with a break here or there, you could be in the playoffs. It's not out of the realm. Which is and you always make this point, Drew. That's what most fan bases in this league that's experience. That's what it's about. And yeah. that's you know, you're eight and eight and you 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 got a puncher's chance until the last couple of games. You just want to stay relevant. And if the Packers can stay relevant to the point where the game's against Minnesota, um, which is a night game on the 23rd. <laughs> oh, man. oh, boy. Saturday night, the 23rd. Yeah, at Lambeau. Ooh. Yeah. And then uh, New Year's Eve against uh, Detroit, a noon game. If they can keep, the, if they can make those games interesting, well, then it's almost like a successful season. We'll take your thoughts on the Packers. Game balls and kicks to the balls. Who do you give a game ball to? And then who do you want a knee in the groin? We're calling that a Martellus from now on. That's officially the Martellus Award, right? Officially, it, the Martellus is a kick to the huevos because he basically did nothing worthwhile while he was here. No, we have to be fair. We did originally name that the uh, but, Danny Trevathan Award. It's true, but we can give it to Martellus. We can give it to now. Martellus. It's more local. Yeah. And I just want to know: Are you like me? Are you starting to think there's a path here? The Packers could make it to the playoffs. The league is not that good. It's the schedule. I mean, you look. Yeah, you look at the, the Baltimore. League is not that good. That's Flacco's been Baltimore, it up. Tampa, Cleveland. You know, no, the, okay, Carolina's pretty good. Minnesota, but you get you get to the end there. Who knows? But they don't scare you. They could be eight and five. Yeah, they just. I just. I mean, eight and five. You go from there. I'm. I'm usually cynical.
But I'm not convinced. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a week-to-week league, and you look at where they are right now and what the Vikings are facing. Basically, it's almost like the Vikings to lose. Sure. And they could lose it. The, so, which they've done in the past. Want your thoughts on that? We're going to do the Monday hangover. Don't forget, we got Antonio Freeman coming up to break down the Packers game. That's the end zone with Antonio Freeman. It's coming up at 2 o'clock. Thank you for hanging out with us on this lovely Monday. The Drew Wilson Show worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Monday edition of the Drew Olson Show. Victory Monday for the Packers. Victory for everybody. I love the smell of victory in the afternoon. Victory for the Badgers. Victories victories for the Bucks. Victories for the Badgers basketball team, football team, men's soccer team. Let's tie it all together. Let's take a look at our hangover from the week. It's a it's a lovely hangover. It's not one of those where you're pounding it and your 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 head hurts and you wake up and you need to shave your tongue. One of those deals where you have to... Shave your tongue. <laughs> brush your tongue. Cut myself shaving just to clear the blood from my eyes. No. Listerine shower. We're happy today. And there's plenty to be happy about. Let's take a look at the weekend hangover. Your mouth is dry. Your eyes are bloodshot. Your reflexes are slow. Oh, that was one crazy party. I am hungover. It's time to get rid of that Monday hangover, and the Drew Olson Show is here to help. I'm going to have a hangover because I want one. (laughs) Here's a quick look back at some of the highlights for the past few days. We call it the cure for the weekend hangover. All right, let's exercise the demons, little hair of the dog. How about it? We start with the Packers. Why not? Packers beating the Bears. Yesterday at Soldier Field, it rained the whole game, basically, didn't it? Yeah, it was a wet, sloppy mess. It was. Uh, it was. I mean, it was. It was rainy, and it was. Um, yeah, it was Packer Bear weather. It was a game conducive to running the ball and dominating the line of scrimmage, and that's pretty much what the Packers did. And Hundley now rolling right, looking throws back shoulder in the corner, and it is a touchdown for Devontae Adams. That was an Aaron Rodgers-like throw there by Hundley. Was that a little hyperbole, you think? Uh, it was a little bit. It wasn't a great throw, but Adams made an incredible adjustment. Yeah, he was going ins- like completely around. It was a good. That in- was one of their rare. That was well. Hundley made some passes when he needed to. I was going to say, I think it was a good instinct by uh, Brett Hundley. I think he he showed an instinct to go where Devontae Adams wanted him to go with the ball on on sort of an ad lib, and that part I guess was Rodgers esque. You know, it, it was a great better play by Adams than throw by Hundley, but it was a great decision by Hundley. So I was happy to see that he showed progress, and that's what mattered. He did, and he played hurt. Um, this is one of those that'll galvanize the locker room. Yeah. It's, it's a confidence boost for everybody knowing they can win without Martellus Bennett. They can win. With Brett Hundley, his hamstring not good. 
You know, I don't think we're going to see Joe Callahan because I don't think he's going to give up this opportunity. But he did look hobbled on a couple scrambles. The last one at the end, you, oh. could, you could tell he's you know he's faster than that. I mean, yeah, uh, definitely faster than that. So he made some throws. He wasn't horrible. Still not great. We're spoiled from watching Aaron Rodgers, but it was. Um, you know, he did that against the eighth-ranked defense in the league, right? So yeah, that was pretty impressive. And three, basically three clutch plays, and that was one of them. The big clincher when he needed it. And he's going to throw it deep down the sideline. Are you oh. kidding me? Devontae Adams at the 23-yard line. He's Which catch by Adams did you think was more impressive? I thought, I kind of thought the touchdown, right? Well, I mean, he I spun back. That, yeah, the way he adjusted, you know, spun back. I thought that was tougher. That one just went, went right in the crook of his arm. Yeah, like that was not even a Odell Beckham one-hand catch. It, it was a crook of his arm catch. It was a one-hander, but it was sort of dropped right in the bucket. I mean, that was a better throw by Hundley than because Hundley dropped it right in the bucket. You know those those things they do in training camp where they try and throw those deep balls into the basket. Yeah. Uh, that's sort of like he put it right in the basket. He grew so, up. I, he, Brett Hundley grew up a little bit there. He's all grows up. How about that? We are. Um, so we'll take your game balls and kicks to the balls. Although the kicks of the balls is Marty Bennett. You might, if you want to give one to the kicking game, um, they had some more issues. They had some more issues in the kicking game, right? That hasn't, that, well, got to get that cleaned up. I mean, Mason made a lot of kicks, but that last, when they needed it the most, I said, you got to be kidding me. We got to put this thing away. As McCarthy would say, um, got to get that cleaned up. Got to clean some things up, make the positives. Got to clean some up, clean some things up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Montgomery had a, a touchdown run that was untouched. That was a defensive breakdown, but everybody puts wind in the sails. So on Hangover Monday, on the Monday Hangover, we'll we'll give the Packers some props for their victory. 23-16 over the Chicago Bears. Badgers beat a border rival as well Saturday at Camp Randall. A rough start, but boy, did they make up for that. First and 10, play fake, and now the end around. Kendrick Pryor, 25-20, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown Wisconsin. Kendrick Pryor takes advantage of a haymaker block, paving the way for the young receiver to take it to the end zone. Badgers in the lead. Badgers take it to Iowa. That was impressive, 38-14. A rocky start, a Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Suffocating defensive effort. Arguably the best defense Armin, that you can possibly see in modern college football. There. 66 <sighs> yards, five first downs. The only points they gave up were pick sixes, but goodness sakes, that and, was awesome. And there was a lot of talk about Nate Stanley coming back uh, home to his home state. He's from Menominee, Wisconsin, and, you know, showing the Badgers what they've been missing, that what they missed out on, and there was none of that. I mean, the Badgers' no. defense is playing spectacular. This was a big game for them because uh, there was a lot of talk about how they hadn't played anybody yet. Well, they played somebody now, and a lot of things happened for them around them. A lot of losses. Notre Dame got blown out. Georgia. Yeah, a lot of things happened above them, as we knew. Like, people who say, man, college football, the playoffs, you want to expand it past four? Okay, expand it to eight. That's a gateway to 16. Right. 
it's pretty good right now because these games right now They're the playoffs right? in mid-November are de facto playoffs. Yeah. You, Georgia was playing a playoff game. Notre Dame was playing a playoff game. This it's it every game has importance. We're going to talk about that in more depth later today. But the path I still I think the path is there for the Badgers. The path is there if they went out. Yeah. I agree. The path is there if they went out because if they're going to finish an un- unbeaten season with a victory over Ohio State. Now this victory against Iowa. Sets the stage for what's going to happen when they face number 19, Michigan, on Saturday. 11 o'clock start, which is a little weird. College game days in town. (laughs) 11 o'clock start. They never have an 11 o'clock start after college game day. It's barely enough time to get from one place to another. But that's it's really weird that Fox chose to put this game on at 11 o'clock. I don't get the uh, I don't understand. It should have been 2:30. You know, it's funny cuz I'm uh, I'm here doing our getting our producing schedule ready and once I heard it was college game day cuz we were waiting for a start time, I said, "Oh, okay, yeah. this will be a 7 o'clock game." Like yeah. I thought they were going to set this up for at least Kinda, for 2:30. Yeah. I mean, or 7. I'm like, "What? 2:30 for sure." I I'm thought. like, "11 o'clock on a college game day? They're not going to be able to talk strange. to any coaches and that's going to be kind of a very very strange yeah. decision. We'll talk about that in more depth as well. Um, but Badgers against Michigan. There is a path um, for the Badgers to make it to the uh, college football playoff, and I- I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Bucks won back-to-back games with uh, Eric Bledsoe. After they beat the Spurs, they come back and they looked a little heavy-legged against the Lakers. It wasn't maybe the best artistic display of basketball that you're going to see this year, but they did beat the Lakers. Lonzo Ball had a triple-double. His first of maybe many. I don't know. It's hard to tell if he's going to be any good or not. He still has that cockeyed shot that I can't get over. But uh, the Bucks did win that game. And uh, Malcolm Brogdon talked to Telly Hughes on Fox Sports Wisconsin afterwards. Playing with an edge. Uh, Bledsoe's been a great acquirement for us. So he's tough, man. He's gritty. Uh, pushes the pace for us. So, you know, he's been huge. And the key to the bench scoring tonight, you had 16, but Delhi also had a really good night. What was the key in the bench being so productive? Uh, you know, coming in, moving the ball, playing together, uh, getting stops. And 33-15 for Giannis, I guess. Just another casual night for Giannis, huh? He's the man. <laughs> He's the man. He's the man. El hombre. He's the man. He's that's the man. That's going to work its way into our drop library. I think so. Opening montage. What more do you need to say? Man. Anybody that's been going to be asked about Giannis the next 10 years? He's the man. What more do you need? He's the man. So, all right, um... The sentimental story of the weekend, Matt Kenseth winning a race, snapping a long drought. Armin, longer drought. You were Matt Kenseth. Oh, man. Come ah, on. Come on. We're not going to go there. Probably, Ken, uh, probably me. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Kenseth won at uh, Phoenix Raceway, and that was uh, it was quite emotional for Matt Kenseth, who announced that he's taking a sabbatical next year, no ride. Finally wins a race, and boy, they celebrated hard. Let's take a listen. I don't know what to say except for uh, thank the Lord. Uh, it's, been a, it's been an amazing journey. Um, I know I'm a big baby right now, but uh, just got one race left. Um, everybody dreams of going out a winner, so, uh, you know, we won today. Nobody take that one away from us. It's a heck of a race with Chase there. Golly, uh, just thanks. Uh, DeWalt, Circle K, Toyota, all our, uh, all our sponsors, and uh, JJR for a great five years. It's been uh, Quite the journey here the last 20, and thank you fans, I appreciate it. From Cambridge High School. Yeah, Cambridge, Wisconsin. Yep. Cambridge, Wisconsin, Matt Kenseth. That's uh, fantastic. All right, another uplifting story with uh, local tentacles. How about that Wisconsin men's soccer team? They upset Michigan in the semifinals, and then, you know, they, they thought maybe that's enough to propel them to the NCAA tournament. Well, why not go out and get 
the uh, the automatic berth by winning the whole damn thing. A scoreless tie, two overtimes goes to PKs. They win four to two on PKs. Badgers celebrate. And here's how it sounded. Barlow makes it. Schilly makes it. Segbers can win it. And Wisconsin, your 2017 Big Ten Men's Soccer Tournament champs. First since 95, and their second Coach, overall ever. So Coach Trask cool. uh, was, is an IU graduate. It's a fantastic yeah. story for those guys, the way they came together. T-shirts and banners all around now. Who knows? Maybe they'll host a game that we find out later today if they're going to host and uh, that'd be spectacular. So kudos to them. Finally on The Hangover, Saturday Night Live took a shot at uh, LeVar Ball. He came back yeah, this is funny. to Weekend Update. Let's take a listen. What my boy need to do shoplifting for when he's just about to put out his own million-dollar sneaker? Introducing LeAngelo's LeGeno 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Keenan is great. Each one costs $700,000. That's right. Each sneaker. You can only buy them one at a time. Never a pair. Never a pair. Why are they so expensive? Because each Legello 20 comes fully loaded with power laces, a Bose 24 speaker sound system, and the world's finest chicken rotisserie cooker. Chicken <laughs> There you go. Chicken Oh, Ball. Skewered. You got to love it. It's the ultimate flattery, right? To get ripped on Saturday Night Live. That's the exactly. weekend hangover. A look at what you uh, may or may not have missed over the weekend. Just a quick recap. Uh, looking ahead. Can continue to take your thoughts on the um, Packers' victory over the Bears. What was it for you? I mean, are they back in it? What do you think, man? Am I am I a cockeyed optimist? Armin, I'm usually not. I'm usually the cynic, but I think the league yeah. is so bad that they're back in it. Yeah, that, that schedule, and I don't know, I still have them back in my mind eight weeks. Maybe Aaron's back, so that's the hope. I think to be to really Stay have a chance, alive. he's got to come back at some point. Stay alive. Get him back for right. the Minnesota game? I mean, I can they know, can they uh, get the ten wins without him? Uh, that might be tough. That might be eight, rough. yes, but not about ten. Can nine get you to the playoffs? It's possible. Possible. It's possible. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. It's a Drew Olson show. Continues from the Star Satellite Studios, iHeart Milwaukee Megaplex, talking about the Packers' 23-16 victory over the Bears. It wasn't good. It was good enough. Packers beat the Bears at rainy, chilly Soldier Field. And I'm believing now. I think they might be back in the playoff hunt, at least for a while. Drew's back in the train, baby. I just think that the league is bad enough that there's a path. And again, uh, I'm talking about the play. I'm not talking about the Super Bowl here. If oh, Rodgers yeah. doesn't come back, even if he does, talking about getting the playoffs. Because wouldn't the playoffs seem like a victory right now? Like totally. one playoff game, one wild card game, 
would seem like a big thing. I'm going to tell you right now, if the Packers make the playoffs somehow, how, I will guarantee Aaron will come back and play. He was he would not miss a playoff game. You if, don't think? If, if he could lift his arm. No, I don't think so. I really don't. I mean, he's a smart guy. He's very he's going to be very measured and thoughtful. He's not going to put himself in danger. But by that time, it, I don't know. Just the way he looks on the sideline right now, he's not like he's holding his arm anywhere. Yeah, I think he will. Now okay. we're talking like still eight weeks. You know, he might not he might not play when he's off IR. But if if there's a playoff game to be played, and he can lift his arm well enough, I think he's playing. I just do. That um, I, don't know. I just you hear 13 screws and you get nervous, but then you see him getting getting jumped on bro style by Brett Hundley. <laughs> You know, that was something else. That was an arm. That was a total arm and move. Get all excited and not realize the guy's hurt. You know, jumping on him. You know, <laughs> that's a total arm and move right there. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Oh man! All right, so game balls today. Game balls and kicks to the balls. Who gets your game ball? I'm going with Nick Perry for a game ball for me. Give him a hand, Armin. Way to go! Don't we have the sound effect? Because I, I have it. If you don't. Oh, that's there right. There we go. I have my sound effects cue uh, potted up. Um, uh, let's see. What's a good one? You well, can do whatever you want uh, with those, too, yeah. That was the, uh, that's yeah, the Paul boy. Allen. Um, I don't know if you're plugged in right there. Who gets I'm it? plugged in. Oh, like, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's, is, it, is it not playing through the board? I don't, I don't hear it very well. Who gets your nut shot there, Drew? Um, that's the question. It's got to be Marty B, right? Yeah, Martellus can have it. Give it to him. Oh, go right in the Francis Bacon bits. So Nick Perry gets one of them. Then I gotta go Jamal Williams. Is that that he gets a kiss there? Is that it? That's that's oh, my. Did you give him a kiss? I mean, that's all I had. Um, <laughs> that's fine, right? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know why my... Uh... I'm not getting. I'll have to work it out. I think. All right. I think I know what it is. I got this new OtterBox case. Oh yeah. I think it's preventing an entire um, connection. More with... I, more iPhone issues, man. I know. How you about know, that? I, I are you still having problems with your iPhone? Do you still think iPhone Apple's trying? To, I still think they're messing with me messing totally. With your head, yeah. That they knew that there's a new batch of phones out. They need to move them because. Apple is, um, as a company, yes, they're the most profitable company in the world, right. right? But they're also, all their eggs are in the iPhone basket. And if you're not upgrading and replacing your phone, how do they have revenue streams, right? Huh? Yeah. So well, I, I, I maintain that when they do all these updates and stuff, especially around the time of a release of a new phone, they are secretly infecting your phone because yes. now my touch screen isn't working as well as it should. And it's pissing me off. I'm going to let you de-otter, but uh, I, I know what you mean. I think that's definitely a practice. I mean, but, you know, it's they got everyone, they, they set everyone's brains to love these Apple products because I see people outside Best Buy just winding around the block like a huge serpent in a, in a line for days waiting for the latest Apple product. I have a, I have a wild idea for a player of the game or a game ball. Game ball. What do you think about Jari Evans? 
Jari Evans has had a quietly pretty good year. People, a lot of people asked if he still had it in the tank. It was another draft pick. Or I'm sorry, a free agent move by Ted Thompson. And they work sometimes and they don't sometimes. We haven't heard much bad about Jari Evans this year. I think he's having a pretty good year and he had a pretty good yeah. game the other day. Okay, you're really going to go with a guard. I'm going with a guard. Oh, come on! There you go. There. See, now I'm back up. This is. Does it sound better now? It did. It definitely did. You suck, you jackass. Yeah, there you we go. That one. Sounds much better. Maybe All it's right. a, maybe it's for the first ten games in general. Maybe not necessarily just yesterday, but I was thinking about that. I said Jari Evans has played pretty well. We haven't we haven't said his name is a problem. He's an older guy. We were kind of wondering how that would work out. It was a good pickup for the Packers. I would say um, doesn't negate the Martellus Bennett fiasco, but oh no, not at all. Martellus yeah. Bennett still number one clown. Did you stay up and watch him? Because I couldn't bring myself to watch that page. It was a bad game. I did. I'm not going to watch him just catch passes and piss me off. I did because I had extreme, extreme fantasy implications last night. So I watched the whole game right to the end. Really? And when I say right to the end, I mean it was literally the last play that I, I would. I, I tied last night. I was in a tie in my other league, and it was one of the most. I mean, no one wants to hear about your fantasy team, and I know that, but it was one of the more epic finishes ever. Um, it had to do with uh, it had to do with Deion Lewis getting one more yard, and he got it, and therefore it put me into a tie. So I was pretty upset about that because I was ahead. I didn't want him to get the yard, but that's why I watched the game. And Martell, I couldn't believe it. You know, I'm out there watching Martell, whose oh, whose shoulder looked fine, by the way. It, yeah, looked, qu- it looked quite healthy, incredibly. Yeah, that's just I couldn't watch. I just <sighs> all right. We might as well just tease it right now. In the next hour of the program, and we'll talk to Free about it too. Say what you want, and I'll take the blowback. I don't even know how you can really argue. College football right now is more watchable than the NFL. Definitely. I agree. And I know that the players are better. And I am not, it's a, call me a hypocrite, because when I, lo- I watch the NBA and I say that's better basketball than college. That's not even really close. People like college because of the bands and the atmosphere and the and the you rah rah and the cheerleaders, but when you actually watch the basketball, there's no question. Like look at, right. <laughs> look at the things Giannis is doing. And I'm going to the Bucks game tonight. I will uh, I will go to the mat against anybody who says those guys don't play defense in the NBA. They play ridiculous defense. Just they're incredible scorers. And their their level of athleticism makes it look more efficient. And it therefore, does. This, it doesn't look like they're working as hard, but they it are. Does. Yeah. But in college football, okay. So the marquee games the other night. Some of them were lopsided, surprisingly lopsided. But that just shows you. I just, man, the NFL on a week-to-week basis, the college is putting out a better product right now. It's just, it's hard to explain. I hard to put my finger on it. But I'm wondering what kind of blowback we'll get if people will agree or disagree. Because college doesn't come with the fantasy aspect. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't right. have the weight. It doesn't, for some reason, the games don't feel as precious like you watched that game Denver and New England last night. If it had been Washington State against um, USC, you probably you wouldn't have watched. Right. But you know, is that is this, at, at its highest levels? I think college college football's got some things going on. Well, so what are they doing different? What are they? What's what's better about it? Well, it's, I think you hit your head early. Hit, yeah. hit in the head earlier when you said that every one of these games is important right now. That they're like playoffs. Yeah, and that's part of the it. The regular there's, season has more value. There's urgency in those games. So we're watching NFL games, saying, "Oh, this is just another regular season game." If it was the playoffs, we'd be probably more into it. And I think players are playing that way in college because they know these are essentially playoff games. Yeah. So they're playing with more urgency, things like that. So, also, Drew, we don't watch the majority of college games. I mean, there's so many out there that don't matter. 
right? Let's be honest. That's true. We're That's not true. watching Wyoming, Idaho. In the NFL, every game's an NFL game. But in college, there's hundreds of games. I mean, not yeah. hundreds, but well, you know, every, so every game's an NFL game, but Jacksonville, Tennessee's not moving my needle. Right, and my point is that yeah. might be the equivalent of like Wyoming, Idaho that we'd never sure. watch. But with the, with the Badgers in the hunt for the playoff, we're paying more attention, and these games have meaning. The exactly. Notre Dame game had meaning. Exactly. The, the games that are that have meaning, these are essentially the playoff games. The ones so, that are in the... And maybe you know people talk about the college football playoff seeding, how they come out every week. Maybe that's really done its job and helped the, uh, help the sport. Because now people are focused on those teams as the playoff teams, quote-unquote. And they are watching those teams every week, sort of like they're in their playoff games. So they've kind of extended the playoff in that sense. Exactly. So, all right, I guess today we got a couple of questions for you. Are the Packers still in the playoff hunt? Four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. Can it be? We need your game balls and kicks to the balls. That's a given. And then push comes to shove. What's the better product right now? College football or pro football? I think we're gonna get a lot of varying opinions. We already are on Twitter at Drew Olson MKE at Drew Olson Show. Tweet at Armin Sarian A R M E N S A R Y A N. Conventional Armenian spelling on that one. Donnie tweets at us, Do the Packers have hope? He says, sort of. The schedule is easy. The league is weak. Why not? Brewer Dave sent me a gif that says, I like you, but you're crazy. So he thinks I'm crazy that the Packers are actually in the hunt. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it's a fair question. Are we getting too wide-eyed thir- about one win? 13XX champs via Twitter. Mathematically, yes. Packers are in it. Quality of roster, no. Thank you for that. Friend of show, Dan, says, um, way to go, Drew Olson, shouting out the B1G soccer champs. Way to go, men, yeah. Badger men's soccer. What a game. Out in the cold and rain. Woo, baby. On to the national tournament. That's pretty awesome. We gave them a shout-out. They deserve it. It's fantastic. Uh, Rob says, win this week, and I say yes, the Packers are in the playoff hunt. Schedule is favorable in theory. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. Well, in, I think operatively, that's the key word, in yep. theory. The Donald via Twitter. Not that Donald, the? but the Donald. Uh, cuckoo, my brother. They played the Bears. They are not that good. Greg disagrees. Back in it, Drew. We're capable of winning three to four. Three or four to be eight and five. Why not? Yeah. If you're eight Why and not? five, you're in the mix. That's what I'm looking at. When I look at the schedule, I see eight and five as the, uh, as the next in the goal. Mix. Yeah. But, yeah. They have to, but a lot has to happen. I mean, they've been one and three, uh, so a lot has to happen to win three NFL games. Big Ben, not the Big Ben, says you're crazy. It's going to be tough to catch the Panthers or Seahawks with their remaining schedules. Okay. I, can't, I can't say either of those opinions are wrong right now. You it's know? true. NK says just get to seven and six with QB1 coming back. That's even earlier than you were thinking. Well, because that's the official time for the IR yeah. designation, but it's yeah. hard to say if he'll be healed by then. But. That's true. Mitchell via Twitter. You look at the Viking and Lions schedules, lots of tough games. Packers have an easy one till week 15 minus the Pittsburgh game. Belief is a good thing. All right, I got a right, great So we're going to we're going to tee this up. I mean, we're going to we got a couple things to tee up. I got a great tweet by Ben I have to read here, Drew. All right, sir. He says extreme fantasy implications sounds like the title of a Cinemax special. <laughs> that sounds like Dateless Dude Theater at the Fortress of Solitude starring Steel Longwood. <laughs> oh my. And Pandora Peaks. Yes, well <laughs> yes. done, Armin. Yeah, fantastic. Um, you, we want you to weigh in. 414-799-1920. The Arrow Appraisals Inbox is Drew at TheBig920.com. People are working on Monday, but you can pretend to work and send us an email. 
Tweet at Drew Olson, MKE at Drew Olson Show. You can also get us on Facebook, The Drew Olson Show. Are the Packers still in it? Are there still playoff hopes? Now, again, not Super Bowl hopes. It's a different animal. Are there playoff hopes? We'll tee that up. And is college football, has it surpassed pro football in terms of entertainment value these days? We'll tee it up. Drew Olson Show. Okay. Sounds like a case of the Mondays. And for the first time in 35 days, we have a Packers victory to celebrate. Sure, it wasn't pretty. I had to get drunk to look at your ugly family. But the Packers beat the Bears yesterday at Soldier Field, capping a spectacular sports weekend in Wisconsin. Here in Wisconsin, we do not suck. The Badgers pounded Iowa. Setting up a big game against Michigan. The Bucks beat the Spurs and the Lakers. Right on! Woo! Drew and Armin beat the temptation to participate in the one-chip challenge. And Martellus Bennett beat it out of Green Bay. Some people can make a baby in a minute. And now... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba. Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He loves the smell of victory in the afternoon. Here's Drew Olson. The ceiling is the roof. I just want you to know, Drew. I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I'm kind of a big deal. No, just hanging out. Did he poop in his pants? We'll do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Some fighters! Big golds get physical. Stop drinking any f***ing or love! Tell the babysitter we're going deep. You ever seen a grown man naked? Yes, yes, yes! Name, name. Get those nerds! Glenn Olivet, Glenn Fittick, perhaps? Maybe a Glenn Gow, any Glenn. Make sure you swallow all the cream. Oh my good goodness gracious! And I will do it again! Watch dicks! And here he is! Having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the <laughs> Today's program is going to be a bit of a departure. Usually on the Drew Olson show, our mission is twofold. There's our mission statement that we have, that we the, the, the words that we live by on this program forever, from day one. If I were to ask you what your philosophy of life or your creed, what would that be? Have a good time all the time. That's my philosophy, Marty. All right, have a good time all the time. And then we try to unite the smart and good-looking people who listen to The Drew Show, try to grow our audience try to reach consensus if we can today i think we might be a little bit more divisive we're not going to be talking about keurigs or anything like that we're going to be talking about 
<laughs> We're going to talk, talk about the issues of the day that we talk about in the wake of a Packers 23-16 victory over the Chicago Bears. Yes, we'll do our game balls. Game balls and kicks to the balls. We like to do that. The kicks to the balls from now on will be called the Martellus Award. Oh, goal right in the Francis Bacon bits. So you want to give somebody... I mean, there's a lot of miracles happening in the world right now. A lot of miracles. A lot of miracles. You want to give somebody a uh, pat on the head or a kick knee to the groin, you can do that here, as always, following Packers games on the Drew Olson Show. But where we're going to reach a fork in the road is a couple of topics that we've been discussing this morning. The first is, are the Packers in it? Are the Packers in the playoff hunt? And I don't mean a Super Bowl contender, but could they be a playoff team could Brett Hundley cobble this thing together? Could they somehow, some way, stay alive like they did in 2013 when they made it in at 8-7-1 and Rodgers came back and they... Can they? Could that happen again? Could history repeat? Are they in the mix? I look at the roster. I look at their victory yesterday. I know the Bears suck. I know that if the Bears couldn't beat the Packers yesterday at home, when will they ever beat them again? That, John Fox, nice knowing you. Way to challenge your way out of a touchdown, you maroon. That's got to be frustrating for Bears fans. God, though. it's unbelievable. Man. So, all right, yes, asterisk was only the Bears. But the league isn't that good. The Packers, they, they could rise up. There's a path there to stay relevant until the end, and then who knows? So many teams are so bad, and so many teams are so mediocre, and so many teams are an injury away from being bad and mediocre or mediocre that I just can't count the Packers out yet. You got to go by what you see and where they are. We we throw it back to last year at one point, weren't they? What were they like four and six or something? Yeah, four and six, and they ran the table. So it's not over yet. So that's the thing. I, I'm I asked it on Twitter at Drew Olson MKE. I'll ask it to you at Drew Olson Show. You can tweet at our buddy Armin Sarian, who's here answering phone calls already and uh, being his usual diligent self. Hello, Armin. Hey, Drew. How's it going? Excellent. All right, so am I crazy or are the Packers still in the playoff hunt is the first question. And my logic on this is, yes, they won yesterday, that the league isn't that good, which spins us into our second question, which might even be more divisive because maybe I'm drinking the Cardinal and White Kool-Aid or I've got you know college football playoff fever. But I think... As it stands right now, the college football product is more watchable and more exciting than the pro football product. Again, feel free to call me crazy. Um, it was a lot going on this weekend, and uh, maybe I had a pop or two, but 414 799 1920. Game balls. Are the Packers still alive? And is college football the better product right now. Because for everybody who complains about the four teams in the playoffs and all the stuff, we, we were talking about log jams, and it, it, I said it was going to take care of itself. It was like the, the biggest waste of carbon dioxide in the last couple weeks. Well, what of this? What of this? What? I'm now convinced that if the Badgers win out, they'll go to the playoff. They'll be one of the four. Thank you, Notre Dame. <laughs> thank you, Miami, I guess. Thank you, Notre Dame. Uh, thank you, Georgia. I, I think that there's now there's a clear path. So, which one of those takes is more controversial and absurd? Is it that I think the Packers still have, I, I'm, I'm going to say, what, I, I might even throw it at 50-50 that they can make the playoffs. 
Ooh, 50-50. That would be quite... I mean, I'm, I'd lean 40-60, but 50-50 sounds better. There was a time, point in time when having this discussion would be considered miraculous. There's a yes. lot of miracles happening in the world right now. Yeah, well... That's true, Martellus. Martellus reminds so, us. So, all right, those are the, the questions on the floor right now. Your game balls, kicks to the balls. That's always a given after the Packer game. Are the Packers still in it right now? They're back over 500, 23-16. Am I just giddy from watching a victory for the first time in 35 days? Am I crazy? Is it that far fetched? Because I still see the person, I still see the holes, but everybody's got holes. It's not a good league, which spins into the next question Is college football more watchable right now? Is it a better product? 414 799 1920. Armin, who's on line one? Don in Brookfield. Hey, it's Don in Brookfield. Don, welcome to the program. Hey, guys. You know, Drew, I do agree that college is more watchable with one exception than the NFL. What's the um, exception? My alma mater. Oh, Nebraska. Getting <laughs> hosted by Minnesota of all teams. Hey, nope. man, row the boat. Nobody yeah. can watch them right now. I mean, they're bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mike Riley's going to be the next Oregon State head coach again. But as far as game balls, I've got to go with instant replay. <laughs> because it, it won the game. That was a key turning point, no question about it. Thank you, John Fox. Thank you, Instant Replay. Yeah, and then uh, kicking the balls, uh, I've got to go with uh, Ted Thompson because what is it going to take to get a decent long snapper and a decent holder for Mason Crosby, one of, if not the best kicker in the NFL right now? Okay, but how many GMs can sustain a third long snapper? Well, that's true. They are on their third, but – and for Justin Vogel – I gotta say, man, side it was raining all day. That's tough conditions, but you still got to get it down. So I, I only give him half a kick. Yeah, and I think you guys need a new award to go forward: the Special Place in Hell Award each week, and that can be the Martellus Bennett Award. Wow, pretty rough. All right, all right. Thanks for that, Don. Oh, go right, Don Bacon bitch. I don't have that's, any uh, devil actuality. That's but. what a kick in the huevo sounds like. I have a devil actuality. We were having trouble with my sound effects uh, machine earlier today. Yeah. Um, but let me see if we can get this thing because I think I have a. You, you, it's a special place in hell award. That's what he said. A special place in hell award, which is um, that's pretty caustic. I all mean, right. Man. So how about? <laughs> That sounds, that, very, right? that sounds very Halloween-y, right. yeah. <laughs> That's not as scary. That sounds like intern Josh after another pizza. There's, That's not that, as that, good. That's hellish, I guess. I think I'm going with this one. <laughs> Special place in hell award. I mean, it's like, come on. The, the, the guy makes all these accusations coming running out of town in a big blaze, and then all of a sudden he's catching balls last night for the uh, the Patriots. I don't know. It's a rough. It's kind of surreal, but somebody made the point that maybe the cancer, the the virus, is out of Green Bay now. I mean, is there? Do you think there's a way? Yeah, addition by subtraction. Yeah. Now the question is, what can they get from that tight end position now? I, so we'll I, see. I have one more crazy laugh. All right. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. <laughs> that one's pretty scary too. I like. Now nah, we'll go with the devil one. The the devil laugh is. Um, here we go. <laughs> 414-799-1920. The tweets are rolling in. You can also email the program, Drew, at TheBig920.com, the Arrow Appraisals inbox, ArrowAppraisalsWI.com for all your appraisal needs. All right, am I crazy On for two main thoughts that I have today? First, I don't think the Packers are done yet. 
I, I was ready to shovel dirt on them after Monday night. Yes, it's one game, and yes, it's the Bears. But the league is bad. I don't think the Packers are out of this playoff thing yet. And then, when I start thinking the league is bad, and I start thinking about what I watched over the weekend, what I've seen the last couple weeks, I'm starting to think that the NCAA in football, college football may, may be more watchable and more entertaining than pro football. Why is that? Pro football has become a slog. It, it's become over, overcooked. It's just, it's too coached. It's too, the rules are, too the rules suck. Right? It's too officiated. It's just too, it's too heavy. It's just like, it's, it's too, it's, yeah. there's just too much schlock. It's just a lot of the grizzle in the steak. Even, that, even with the, uh, like even with say. the, the celebrations, which I like. Those are pretty good. The leapfrog celebration was pretty funny. But even the CFL's out doing them. That's true. The limbo celebration limbo? was pretty money. Yeah. The Canadian Football League. So, all right, those are my two semi-hot takes. You know, we serve them up here. Hot nails of truth. Um, Packers are still alive, and college football right now is more watchable. College football right now, for all intents, is in the playoffs. Yeah, that's the, the thing. The, the Badgers are playing Michigan on Saturday. That's a playoff game for the Badgers. I think that's a big factor. I think we so, were talking about in that. In essence, bit. the de facto playoffs, and that makes gives value to the regular season. It provides juice in scoreboard watching that doesn't really exist right now in the NFL. It won't till the end. Maybe in a couple weeks the NFL will pick it up. But even just the game itself, college football games were dragging on for a while. Yeah. And they still have, but in some measure, it's just better. Part of it is officiating. A part of it, maybe the coaches, maybe the players are just too good. There's something that something's just choking the NFL right now. I think that there is a factor, you know, in the in college football in that. We know now what the marquee games are every week based on what the committee says. I mean, the committee it's gives true. us a playoff ranking. So we know what games are the, the, the silver tuna games, the money games, the cream of the crop games, and we can focus just on those games. And the rest, I mean, because there are so many more college football games and NFL games. Right. Game. We, we can put those other games away. Nobody's watching, I mean, the, the, the so dregs of each conference play. Those are, the, those are the two questions for the day. Are the Packers still alive in the playoff chase? And is the NCAA, has it surpassed the NFL in terms of watchability. Now, popularity and ratings, it won't pass it. And there's the fantasy football thing, granted. And Sunday has its own ritual and stuff. But in terms of the game itself, I think college football is, these days to me, more watchable. And I've never been a college football guy. I've always been an NFL guy. Yeah. But there's just yeah, there's something here. about the, the, the NFL. Now, let's go to Twitter. At Drew Olson, MKE, at Drew Olson Show. Tweet at Armin Sarian if you like. A-R-M-E-N-S-A-R-Y-A-N. Conventional Armenian spelling. Adrift 1974 via Twitter. If you'd asked 15 years ago, I would say NFL. Recently, I find college football more entertaining. Fair enough. Peter via Twitter. NCAA, and it's not even close. Brian has a 280-character answer for us, Armin. Yeah. NCAA. There is too much NFL, much of it all the same style, and bad. While NCAA has other days, Saturday remains king with wall-to-wall of compelling games, contrasting styles, rich character, tradition, bands, and upsets all day and all night. Only playoffs match the NCAA intensity and atmosphere. Well said. And 280 characters. He actually used them all, and he used them well. Uh, Doug says, what will you say to the BCS commission when UW finishes undefeated and the final poll has four one-loss teams? Doug, I don't think that's going to happen now. What about if Miami does? No one talks about that. Yep. They're going to be ahead of the Badgers for sure. Milwaukee's Best says, I'm crazy, but not about the NCAA thing. 
says you're crazy. Prior to this game, the Packers hadn't forced a punt in six quarters. They didn't even do it in this game until the second quarter. I'm crazy for thinking the Packers are still in it. So my two arguments kind of dovetail. I think the Packers are still alive in the playoffs because I don't have a lot of trust in the rest of the NFL. I don't think it's that good. And then that spins into, I'm starting to think that the NCAA in college football is more watchable and more entertaining than the pro product. And I've never felt that before. Ever. Agree, disagree, 414-799-1920. It's 414-799-1920. You can ask uh, Antonio Freeman these same questions when we do the end zone with Antonio Freeman. That's coming up at 2 o'clock. You're listening to and enjoying the Drew Olson Show, streaming worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. I know you like the song, Armin, but how did this make this? Is there, is there anything? Is it because the Bucks play Memphis tonight and Graceland is the record that this is on? Yes, thank you. I didn't even think of that. I can't give myself any credit. I had no reason, rhyme or reason to play this. But I can come up with one. Graceland, Someday yeah. Someday I want to know Why I... how songs make it into the little computer from whence you pick them. Yeah. How does this happen? Well, I figure... How did they get there? I didn't put them there. You I wouldn't know... have put this there. Not that I hate it. When it came out, this was refreshing. Right. It was. It still holds up pretty well, this Graceland album. I'm not a huge Paul Simon guy. Yeah, I appreciate same, the artistry. Same. But, man. I just want to know how it got there. And I thought, well, maybe Armin's playing this because the Bucks play the Grizzlies tonight. It, it, sometimes I have the theme, you know, you know that. But a lot of times, Drew, it's just to bring something up that we haven't heard in a while. I like the variety. You know, people always <laughs> complain that you always hear radio shows that, like, they use the now, same 10 bumps. Like, I don't yeah. want to be that guy. I people want to mix don't it up. listen to the Drew Olsen show, the smart, good looking people don't listen to it necessarily for the music. But no, I'd like but... it to have, I'd like us to have good bump music. Yeah, I'd like to have a little flavor. Yeah. You know, this was a great All song right. and great musical, uh, great get, video with Chevy. Let's get some flavor with uh, what's happening now. Now, sir. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? When? Just now. Wear it now, now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? What's Happening Now is brought to you by Robert Hack Diamonds on 76th and Layton in Greenfield and Green Tree in Port Road in Glendale. RobertHackDiamonds.com. Boom! I mean, you weren't saying that uh, Paul Simon wasn't Boom. a good song, right? That would be. Ah, uh, yeah, it's not be, one I would have chosen, but, well, it's but not it's horrible. Good. I mean, yeah. that'd be quite ridiculous. Come on. What's happening now is we're teeing up the topics of the day game balls and kicks to the balls from the Packers' victory over the Bears 23 16. Uh, are the Packers still alive in the playoffs? I say yes. I don't even know why. My logical brain is telling me, you can't say that, but I feel it. I feel like they're still in it because the league stinks, which spins me into the next question. After watching football these last couple weeks, the NCAA product is more watchable and enjoyable than the NFL. There, I said it. Agree, disagree, call in. What's happening now with the Green Bay Packers is that we've got an update on an injury update. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Aaron Jones. Uh-oh. Three to six weeks, MCL. Uh, Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Three to six weeks. I'm not even going to play the uh, losing horns there. Yeah. 
He's going to play half of it. You're going to play half of it? Yeah. Because okay. that, that could have been a lot, lot um, worse. So now they've lost their quarterback and their leading rusher, which, uh, you know, you can make your jokes there about leading rusher with 370 yards. Well, but Jamal Williams looked Jamal pretty good. Jamal Williams stepped up yesterday. He looked pretty good. 20 carries, 67 yards. He slammed ahead. He gained some yards after contact. He got some first downs when they needed it. He was much like the Packers. He was not good, just good enough. So Jamal Williams actually gets one of my game balls from yesterday, along with Nick Perry. Kicks to the balls. Well, we just call those Martellises. Oh, go right into Francis Bacon, bitch. And there's your game ball. And there's your game ball. So those are the uh, <laughs> those are the the sound effects that you get on the Drew Olson show. The Badgers are number five in the AP Top 25. Where will they be when the college football playoff rankings come out tonight? I'm sorry, tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to say Armin probably fifth. I could see fifth, just or outside sixth. fifth or sixth, yeah. just outside the the top four. Alabama, Miami, Oklahoma, and Clemson are your top four right now. Uh, in the AP Top 25, followed by Wisconsin, Auburn, Georgia, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma State. Uh, the games that happened uh, Saturday, TSU, TCU, Notre Dame, and Georgia all did the Badgers a favor, and they they helped clear the path. Yeah, the only issue is, I mean, Miami beating Notre Dame, Miami was right with the Badgers there, right? At night. That's right, yeah. So I think they're going to jump ahead of the Badgers. That's Potentially. That's the concern I have. Potentially. Now, yeah. uh, here is, if you missed it, Matt LePay was on the call. You hear it on many of these here stations. Um, Badger football, Matt LePay, there's nobody better. First and 10, play fake, and now the end of oh. Kendrick Pryor, 25-20, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown Wisconsin! Kendrick Pryor takes advantage of a haymaker block, paving the way for the young receiver to take it to the end zone. Badgers in the lead. That's what happened Saturday. What's happening tonight? Bucks against the Grizzlies. We mentioned it. That's why Armin played a little Paul Simon inappropriately, I think. That's a reason. Uh, Bucks say point guard Eric Bledsoe's game time decision tonight with a right knee contusion. Hey, contusion is a bruise. Can we just. Excise contusion from the lineup from the lexicon. Contust. It's a bruise. Um, but our buddy Stephen Watson from uh, WISN 12 Sports in Milwaukee said, "For what it's worth, just spoke to Bled. So at shoot around, he looked and sounded excited about tonight's game. Didn't appear to be slowed down in the session that was open to the media. Aha! Uh-huh, inside tip. So good journalism. There you have it. Good journalism. Uh, what's happening now? Matt Kenseth still feeling the effects from yesterday, a victory at Phoenix. What a story." If that was his last race, it's a walk-off to remember. Except for uh, thank the Lord. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a basic journey. Um, I know I'm a big baby right now, but uh, just got one race left. Um, everybody dreams of going out a winner, so, uh, you know, we won today. Nobody can take that one away from us. It's a heck of a race with Chase there. Uh, golly, just thanks. Uh, DeWalt, Circle K, Toyota, all our, uh, all our sponsors, and uh, JJR for a great five years. It's been uh, Enjoy the journey here, the last one. And thank you, fans. I appreciate it. A little bit emotional there for Matt Kenseth. How about that? We also have, um, speaking of emotional, the Wisconsin men's soccer team. Shocked the soccer world by winning the Big Ten championship over the weekend. They upset Michigan, I believe, in the semifinal. And then yesterday, in a thriller in Bloomington, beat Indiana, top-seeded, fourth-ranked in the country. Scoreless tie. 
Scoreless through two overtimes. They win 4-2 on PKs. Let's take a listen. Barlow makes it. Schilly makes it. Segbers can win it. And Wisconsin, your 2017 Big Ten Men's Soccer Tournament Champs. Kudos to With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Badgers for winning that. And finally, what's happening now, in case you missed it, Saturday Night Live teed up LeVar Ball once again. It was, um, I'm not tired of this one yet. You can say what you want about if you're tired of the Trump, if you're tired of what some of the recurring bits. LeVar Ball stopped by the weekend update desk and let's take a listen. Why my boy need to do shoplifting for when he's just about to put out his own million dollar sneaker? Introducing LeAngelo's LeAngelo 20s. $700,000. That's right, each sneaker. You can only buy them one at a time. Never a pair. Never a pair. Why are they so expensive? Because each Legello 20 comes fully loaded with power laces, a Bose 24 speaker sound system, and the world's finest chicken rotisserie cooker. A rotisserie cooker? Chicken rotisserie. Chicken Rotisserie, Armin. Write that yeah, one down. Yeah, Chicken Rotisserie. I gotcha. We mentioned the Badger men's soccer team. Update, they will be hosting a first-round NCAA tournament game at 7 o'clock on Thursday. 7 o'clock on Thursday, the Badgers are hosting. How about that? They went from, uh, like, the tournament bubble. How about that, right? To well. hosting at 7 o'clock on Thursday night. That's so what a good run will do for you, right? Again, yeah, totally. Kudos to the Badgers. Now, this isn't maybe the best site, you would think, for a game, but a lot of – they're hosting Illinois-Chicago Thursday night. It's all right. The winner yeah. will play Notre Dame at Notre Dame. So Notre Dame's probably favored in that game, right? Yeah. So Thursday night, the winner um, plays on Sunday against Notre Dame. So uh, Notre Dame's 12th ranked. But uh, you look at the pairings and look at some of the sites, Air Force, Albany, a lot of East Coast soccer. There's okay. not a lot of soccer, prominent it- soccer in warm locales, I guess. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't know much about the soccer community in, the, in college, but maybe Jimmy or somebody could tell us. But it does that does seem a lot, doesn't it? You would think it's usually warm weather locations, California yeah. and stuff like that. But San Francisco is like the best. Oh, well, yeah, Cal State Fullerton, University of Pacific. So there's, there's a lot. Stanford. Of them. There's a handful, but yeah. it's mostly East. So okay. kudos to the Badgers in any event. That's what's happening now. Update on Giannis. He's the man. Still, so. still the man. Malcolm Brogdon from Saturday night. All right, so the questions of the day as we prepare you for the end zone with Antonio Freeman. Are the Packers still alive in the playoff chase, realistically, or am I just crazy? And then, am I crazy to think college football has become more watchable than the NFL game, which I think is choked by officiating, red tape, off-field Goodell, Jerry Jones crap. It's just become too bloated, almost like Mark Cuban said. 
Agree? Disagree? Weigh in. 414-799-1920. Drew Olson, MKE, on Twitter. At Drew Olson Show. The Drew Olson Show on Facebook. Arrow Appraisals Inbox is Drew at TheBig920.com. You're listening to The Drew Olson Show, streaming worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. All right, Bucks against the Grizzlies tonight. I can see it. I always like the King. Technically, Elvis was from Tupelo, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Sun Records, though. I'll give it to you. Memphis. This guy was good, man. Graceland was in Memphis. Uh, you ever heard of Elvis? He's good. You ever hear of that guy? Yeah. yeah he's, he's, yeah. Sing a little bit. Pretty good entertainer. Drew Olson Show continues on this Monday. Victory Monday. Packers beat the Bears 23-16. And I'm in, baby. I think the Packers have a chance. I don't think the playoff ship has sailed yet. Call me a cockeyed optimist. I don't care. I just... The Bears stink. I'll grant you. They are bad. Bud Hundley wasn't great, and now he's got a bad hamstring. The Packers' defense allowed 300 yards passing to Mitchell Trubisky and a bunch of receivers named Joe. The worst, <laughs> worst receiving core arguably ever in the history of the Packers-Bears series. And he's still ranked up 300 yards in the That's pack. what I'm saying. So that's a concern. Yards. I mean, that's a concern. The passing yes. diesel has a lot to do. I mean, Devon House, uh, his oh. his new Delta Tau Kai name is Old and Slow. He really struggled. Uh, and, Del- and he really got smoked on that one Bellamy play. If Mike McCarthy's idea of offensive creativity is wildcat snap to Randall Cobb, I might have to readjust my thinking. But I still think that the NFL is bad enough, that the Packers are decent enough, that they could... They follow the blueprint they had yesterday. They could still somehow squeak into a playoff berth. That's the hope. Agree, disagree. 414-799-1920. The other part of this is that when I started to think about the reasons that I think the Packers could still be in the playoff hunt, because the rest of the league is bad, it got me to thinking, I think I'm enjoying college football more now than I am pro football, and I've never done that before, ever. And yet, the college games right now, and maybe again, it's Cardinal and white glasses because the Badgers are in the playoff hunt and we're scoreboard watching and watching games with more interest. It just, it has more meaning. And it's not as clogged. The NFL game is clogged. And, and I'm sure part of it is probably residual from Kaepernick and the protests and Ezekiel Elliott. And now Jerry Jones wants to, to, to take a dump on uh, Roger Goodell. And Goodell, <laughs> maybe it's the rest of the baggage. They were but uh, at its core, though the games themselves. NFL, a, a bad college game might still be better than a bad NFL game, yeah. and there are more bad NFL games because there are more bad teams, more bad offensive line play, more bad quarterbacks. It just seems too clogged. It's like an engine with the choke on right now. The NFL for me, and yeah, that'll change. And their playoffs are good, but right now, I'm enjoying the hell out of some college football. So. Weigh in on any or all of these topics, 414-799-1920. Drew at TheBig920.com. Twitter at Drew Olson, MKE, at Drew Olson Show. Donnie tweets at the program, are the Packers still in the playoff hunt? He says, sort of. Schedule is easy. The league is weak. Why not? If you say sort of, the answer is yes. Yeah, that's a yes. Yeah, that, the answer is yes if there's a sort Brewer of. Dave said, yes, I'm crazy. The Packers are not, in his estimation, in the playoff hunt. MKE 1985. Mathematically, yes, Packers still alive. Quality of the roster says no. All right. I mean, that's 
that's defendable. I mean, Rob says win this week, and I say yes. So he is conditional. If the Packers beat the Ravens on Sunday at Lambeau, he says yes. Schedule is favorable in theory. The Donald. In theory. Not the Donald. Says, cuckoo, my brother. They played the Bears. They are not that good. I'm not saying they're good. I'm saying good enough. The playoffs, and again, I'm talking. I'm not talking about a Super Bowl run. I'm talking about a run to play relevant games in late December and maybe play one game as a wild card. Who right. knows? The division is, is, is the division, is the good ship division really gone? Have you seen the Vikings' next four games? They're going to have to prove it. If the Vikings earn it over the next four weeks, I'll tip my cap, and then the Packers can focus on trying to get the wild card over Seattle and some of these other teams. But, no. And, yes, the Bears aren't good, but are the Browns? Are the Ravens? Are the Buccaneers? No. 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 So that's the point. That's these, how, these how the good Packers, are the Panthers these, week to week? These are the teams the Packers are going to play now. So Packers' toughest games right now would seem to be Minnesota, Detroit, Charlotte, uh, um, and... Well, Carolina, Carolina, and, well, Carolina and, Charlotte, uh, and then uh, the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers, Steelers are the toughest game on the schedule for sure. Steelers are good. Uh, Greg says Packers are back in it, Drew. We're capable of winning three out of four to be eight and five. Why not? Okay, why not? Why not? Indeed, the mantra. Why not? I mean, they are five big, and four, right? Big Ben, not that Big Ben, says going to be tough to catch the Panthers or the Steelers with their remaining schedules. I haven't looked at their schedule. I've been focused on the Vikings. Uh, NK via Twitter. Just get to seven and six with quarterback one, QB one coming back. Yeah, you don't have to worry yet about who you're chasing and stuff. It's just it's not the same as college, but in the NFL things. You just have to worry about getting your wins. Get to ten wins. I think ten wins is that magic mark that you can start thinking about playoffs. The Packers get to ten, they have a good shot at at making the playoffs one way or the other. So, yeah. Craig, no, you're crazy. No, oh no, I'm sorry. No, you're not crazy. We're winning the Super Bowl. Go Pack Go. Oh, gosh. Is he, uh, is he related to Patty V? Is he like the Packers cousin of Patty V? Yeah, baby, Waukesha? Super Bowl, yeah. He's yeah. not Billy Mumphrey, that's for sure. Oh, man. Mm. Troy that's via Twitter. full on Mumphrey. You're not crazy. Easier games against Baltimore and Tampa Bay without Winston and Cleveland. Then two divisional games at the end where you never know. Minnesota, Detroit. Pittsburgh's the only game I don't think we can win. Probably not a good chance at Carolina either. Still very tough without Rodgers. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a given. I'm saying there's a chance. Paul says, slow your roll. We barely won against a bad team. Let's string together some wins and see what happens. But it was nice to see them compete. The offense and Hundley showed flashes of life. It's a pretty good description for the 23-16 win yesterday over the Bears. Uh, game balls and kicks to the balls. Ben has them for us. Game ball, Wisconsin, the Badgers' defense. Well done. Give them- well done. Kicking the balls. Whoever it was that decided to start the Badgers game against Michigan at 11:30. Yeah, that's a goal right in the Francis Bacon bit. Seems bizarre, doesn't it? The college game day is coming to Badgers. And you look at the slate. They had to clear the slate for the 2:30 matchup between Michigan State and Maryland. What the hell? I got to agree. I'm, I'm a little perplexed by this, I, especially with the fact that college game day is coming. Not getting that. Usually with college game day, you want a chance to talk to the coach in the morning and those types of things. So it's very weird. Spencer said that uh, his game ball goes to Devontae Adams. I can see it. Made some nice catches. As for my contention that college football right now is more entertaining than the pro game, which I think is choked by officiating off-field crap and bad offensive line and quarterback play, 
Adam said, right now is the key phrase. For the next three weeks, college football is fighting for the playoffs. Once that is done, the NFL ramps up the intensity for its playoff push. Here's the thing, and I've said this for years, Armin. College football's regular season is better and has more urgency than the NFL. College football's playoffs and bowl system is crap for the most part. Yeah. And the fact that they take a month off before playing it is extra crap. So, again, I'm saying right now, as it stands, I'm enjoying college football more, and I think the product is better. Speaking of good products, turn this up. Now, this is Trapper Shep. Milwaukee's own Trapper Shep is playing tonight. Halftime of the Bucks game. It's a Milwaukee night at the BMO Harris-Bradley Center. I'll be there as a fan to see the Bucks, Eric Bledsoe, and my guy Trapper Shep. It's the Drew Olson Show. Ah, uh, Trapper Shep bringing us back, playing at halftime of the Bucks game. It's Milwaukee Monday to BMO Harris Bradley Center. Friend of show Trapper probably should have had him on today. Bad job on my part. We'll have him on. We'll have him in studio. Make him bring his guitar in. Play us a tune or two. Oh, that'll be fun. Do that when we're when there isn't so much to get to. I got so much on my mind, like convincing myself that the Packers are a legitimate in the conversation of being in the conversation. Yeah, they're in the conversation of being in the discussion about a playoff berth. Twenty-three sixteen of the Bears doesn't mean anything, and it's still a long road. But I'm convinced that the Packers, if they play the way they have, there's a path for them to get to the playoffs. I don't know what exactly that path is. Part of it includes, for me, the Vikings losing maybe three of their next four games. It'd be nice to have some help, but the Packers... I don't think that's going to necessarily happen, but it would help. I think we're still far enough off where the Packers are still... They can just worry about winning their own games. Find an identity. uh, Grab a foothold. That's what this was. Martellus Bennett bails on them. They beat the Bears. If they beat the Ravens and the snowball, there's a little, there's, sure. there's a chance for momentum to build. We've seen other teams, craptastic teams, get hot and like, boom, all of a sudden, some really craptastic teams like the Giants had that came in and got hot and then, you know, beat the Packers at Lambeau in the playoffs and yeah. went on. Find an identity, find a rallying cry. Last year it was from the table. Maybe this year they'll find something with Martellus leaving and Hunley gaining confidence. I think a little bit in this last game here, he grew up a little bit, progressed, got better, made some big winning time plays for the Packers. So we'll see if that they can build on that, and uh, yeah, uh, an inconsistent so, Ravens team coming in or coming next yeah. week. Yeah, so, so th- I'm convinced those are my two hot takes of the day. The Packers aren't done yet. I thought they were after that pathetic effort on Monday night against the Lions. Now, you figure the two losses the Packers had in the immediate aftermath of the Rodgers injury. Well, yeah, they lost that game to the Vikings when he got hurt. They lost to the Saints, and they lost to the Lions. Drew Brees is pretty good and crafty. Matt Stafford has seen Dom Capers' act before. Those are two good these quarterbacks. Other quarterbacks yeah. These other quarterbacks haven't and aren't as good as what the Packers just saw. Therefore, I think they got a chance. I think they can create enough confusion and score enough. I think they can actually, believe it or not, this beleaguered defense can hold teams down enough. Not so much of their own awesomeness, but because of the rampant mediocrity throughout offenses throughout the league. That's what I'm saying. Now, 
the flip side of this, a companion piece, if you will. I usually don't give out piping hot takes. Today, it's two for one. Is Smoking that hot. In following the NFL and watching this and seeing the mediocrity and the bad line play and the bad quarterback play and the idea that the Packers depleted as they are and as craptastic on defense as they can be, they're still in the playoff hunt. It makes me realize right now, and we're talking mid-November, college football, the college football product is superior to the NFL. I've never said that ever. So I've always thought superior players in the NFL – Better drama, fantasy, week to week, good finishes and stuff. No, no. Once you get into like the conference season, everybody talks about. Remember when Don and Brookfield's Nebraska team would win seventy-two to nothing early on. Sure, sure. Those games are, you know, those buy games now are tougher to win, and they're more competitive. And week in and week out, college football has more at stake. Got a tweet here from John Brewer fan fifty-eight. He tweeted at Drew Olson, MKE. I think he agrees with me that college football is in its current state is more entertaining. But he said, now just make the playoffs eight teams. John, your logic isn't flawed, but I disagree. I think college football is fine with four. Because if you make it eight, all that is is a gateway to 16. Because then you're looking at 9, 10, 11, 12, bitching and moaning because they're not in. I think what you got is good and what you're seeing now is that Miami, Notre Dame, Saturday night, wasn't a great game, but that was a playoff game, in essence. For the Badgers right now, the three games they have left are, in essence, playoff games. And let's just not lose sight of the fact that the Badgers are 10-0 and for the first time in program history. I mean, that's an amazing accomplishment in and of itself, no matter how you slice it. That's an incredible accomplishment. And I, I get back to this every time. Do Badger fans realize how special it is? Are they appreciating it? I mean... I read Twitter every time, every week the Badgers win. I read Twitter every week they're complaining. Okay, something's wrong with this. Horny Brooks, that. Um, well, come on. Your team's winning at an unprecedented pace. This is a dream for most Badger fans of a certain vintage that never had any ideas, notions of winning like this. So it's sort it's, of like, you know, appreciate this moment. 10 and 0. Incredible. 10 and 0. It is incredible. And, um, well, I mean, we got, we got hot takes galore today, right? Fresh out of the oven. Piping hot. (laughs) Piping hot? Oh, I don't know about that. Um, The Badgers now, I'm I'm pretty sure I heard this stat from our buddy Tim Scott on the postgame show. Okay. I'm pretty sure that the victory on Saturday pushed the Badgers all-time Big Ten record above 500. For the first time in wherever. I mean, who knows? That's incredible. Just think of the the work they had to get back to that. I mean, it's sort of like the Packers-Bears rivalry when I think about the all-time I mean, record there. That's the, stunning, borderline. The, the Packers were down in that in that series like 20, 30 games 20 years ago, and they had to come all the way back. Stunning. It's, yeah, I mean, if, again, just the idea that they're at 10-0. and 0, If you grew up when I did, hard to wrap your brain around that. 414-799-1920. 414 1920. The end zone with Antonio Freeman's coming up. We'll ask him our questions of the day. Lots of stuff to get to with Free. He's got a lot of show notes for us. Um, and I'll ask him. He loves his Hokies. Free played college football and in the NFL. Maybe he'll tell us and, and give us an unvarnished opinion. I got to believe he's going to say the NFL is a better product. And it, it might be because I know there are people who love college hockey. I covered... Earlier in my career, I covered the Admirals when they were in the International Hockey League. I watched them in the American Hockey League. 
and I dabble watching some games in the NHL. College hockey is nowhere near as good as pro hockey. I'm sorry. It has its fans, and it's you can say what you want. It's just not the skill isn't there for me. I don't like it. I like the pros. Basketball. A lot of people love the college basketball atmosphere. Oh, it's so much better, and it's the possessions, and they lay it all on the line. I don't buy that. I think the NBA is a better product. The NBA is the best players in the world, best athletes in the world. I prefer that. Not, not that I hate college basketball. It's that if, I'm gonna, if I was going to sit courtside and watch a game, I'd prefer to watch an NBA game over a college game. And I'd always been an NFL over college football guy. I was like, college football is the minor leagues. But yeah. right now, they're doing it better. The NFL game seems to me to be choked by officiating, choked by bad quarterback play, bad offensive line play, but it's just choked. They're just, they're, they're just, it's not as fun. The celebrations are good. The rest of it is, isn't as fun. People are agreeing with me so far, Armin. Vince via Twitter. NCAA. Jimmy. NCAA. Hmm. Christopher says, it's not even close. College football. More watchable right now than the NFL. And again, when the NFL gets to the playoffs, that's great. I am not a fan of bowl games. I'm not a fan of teams taking a month off before yeah. their biggest game of the year yeah. and then having a bunch of penalties and like they've forgotten how to play and they're out of the rhythm of the season. I Inju- hate that. Injuries happen, yeah. Injuries happen. Guys shut down. You know, senior players who are going on to the pros. As some guys just don't even play, as we saw last year with the McCaffrey kid. It's There's a lot of that. But I think in terms of between the lines, the college game is, is just better right now there seems to there's a gear there that the nfl just doesn't have for me nfl is stuck in the mud uh, the analogy i use is it's a it's a motor that's it's, it's got the choke on it's just not it's not flowing it's not good to me right now too much crap smarter people than me can fix it but that's the way i feel today bucks against the grizzlies tonight i will be there we'll talk about it tomorrow in fact, we'll talk about it with Ted Davis on the program tomorrow. Tuesdays with Ted. We'll play Twitter Tuesday on tomorrow's show as well. Lining up some special guests. Going to have one on Wednesday for Figure It Out. So stick with us this week. Going to have more piping hot takes. The End Zone with Antonio Freeman is next. You've been listening to and enjoying the Drew Olson Show worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.